بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله in keeping with the theme of this weekend's lecture Usul Salafiyya The fundamental principles of a Salafiyya Or one can say Usul Sunnah The fundamental principles of the Sunnah Because they find that What is intended by a Salafiyya Is the same as that which is intended by a Sunnah So saying that one is Salafi Is in essence the same as saying that one is Sunni and as Imam Al-Burhari, he said that Al-Islam huwa sunnah wa sunnah al-Islam Meaning by the sunnah here, the way of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, The general and broad and extensive meaning of the word is sunnah Likewise, the same Shaykh Ubaid, Allah ta'ala, he said Islam huwa salafiyya wa salafiyya hiya al-Islam The same That Islam is salafiyya and salafiyya is Islam The same meaning as sunnah And from the sunnah, from the fundamental principles of the sunnah As Imam Ahmad Rahimahullah Ta'ala He says In the tremendous book entitled Usul sunnah the great Imam, he says, وَأُصُولُ سُنَّةِ عِنْدَنَا أَتْمَسُكُ بِمَا كَانَ عَلَيْهِ أَصْحَابُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ This is the first principle he mentions. The very first principle. He says, in that the fundamental principles of the sunnah with us is that we cling and we stick to that which the companions of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam were upon That we stick to that which the companions of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam What they were upon And this is the foundation of the da'wah Because if a person were to ask any Muslim Do you have to obey Allah Ta'ala? They will say yes if they were to ask them, do you have to obey the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? They will say, well, yes. Baib. So now, what differentiates a firqat najia, the safe sect, from the other firq, from the other groups? As the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he informed us that the ummah will split, it will break, it will divide into seventy-three different sects. Naam. So what differentiates those seventy? Two sects from that one sect As the Prophet Wasallam he said and All of them would be in the hellfire except one So 73 sects All of them in the hellfire save one So you have 72 and one Naam. So now what is the difference between The 72 and the one As you will find The difference is Because all of them say Kitab al-Sunnah All of them say Kitab al-Sunnah Naam. And this is the essence, the fitna because when one comes to you and they say Kitab and Sunnah It becomes difficult now And this is why you find the great 
imams they used to say things like I would rather sit or I would eat yani, with a Jew and a Christian but not with a Mubtadir why? it's because the Jew and the Christian is clear what they're upon they're going to come and they're going to quote something to you from their books so this is no fitna for you you don't pay it any mind now as opposed to someone who comes and he recites from the Quran and then he tries to give you a false interpretation of its meaning or he quotes a hadith and then he tries to give you a false interpretation of his meaning this is a fitna because do we accept what Allah Ta'ala says? yes do we accept what the Prophet Sallallahu says? yes and then they twist the meaning and this is why the Imams the great Imams you find from them statements like when that Mubtadir he came and he said can I recite an, an, an ayah and they will say, no, not even a half of an ayah. Why? Out of fear that you will recite the ayah and you will change the words or you will give a false interpretation and it would take root in my heart. So out of fear, they would, they would, they would close their ears and the like. Now, so you will find the difference, ya ibad, is that what? Is that only Ahlul Sunnah or Jama'ah, they are the only ones who say and we adorn ourselves with the way of the Salaf. We understand the Qur'an and the Sunnah as understood by the Salaf. First and foremost, the Sahaba. And those who follow them upon good. That this is how we understand. And the Salaf, from those first three generations, that the Prophet ﷺ, he said, خَيْرُ النَّاسِ قَرْنِي ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ يَلُونَهُمْ ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ يَلُونَهُمْ Naam. So the Prophet ﷺ, he said, the best of mankind is my generation. Then those who follow them, then those who follow them. Naam. And these are who we refer to when we say the Salaf. Naam. Ala kullin. The Salaf, as the ulama they say, meaning from, we're speaking about the, those who follow the Sahaba. Naam. Because the Sahaba, they get their prestige because Allah Ta'ala, He has praised them. After the praise of Allah Ta'ala, there is no one that can come and defame them. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he has praised them. After the praise of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there is no one that can come and defame them. The Salaf, they follow the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Correctly. Their way is proven, their way is correct. Naam. Because when we say the Salaf, the Imam of the Salaf, our Imam, our leader, is the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? He's our Imam. Naam. When we say the Salaf, we mean first and foremost who? The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the Sahaba followed the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam correctly. So the ulama they say that the Tabi'een they had only reached their level of prestige. Because they followed the Sahaba. Naam. Because from the Tabi'een, how many people lived in a generation after the Sahaba in general? Many people. Naam. But we say the Tabi'een are who? Are those Muslims who were took from the Sahaba directly? The students of the Sahaba who were upon the way of the Sahaba. These are the Tabi'een. Right? So they attained their level because of what? Because they followed and took from who? The Sahaba. Likewise, the Atba'i Tabi'een, they attained their level because they took from the Tabi'een, or took from the, the Sahaba. 
نعم طيب الشيخ ربيع أو الشيخ أحفظ الله تعالى he said a beautiful sentence which indicates the reality of this da'wah he says as-salafiyya hiya min Allah that salafiyya is from Allah نعم and I don't want anyone to be confused or stumbled by the names in which we have to use to make clear to the people the methodology as you'll find all of these names are found inside of the text Naam, as the Prophet Sallallahu he told to his daughter Fatima that I am the best what? Salaf Laki and he used the word Salaf Naam so when one says Salafi he puts the Ya or Nisbah on the word Salaf it says Salafi Naam where he's connecting himself it's a connection to the Salaf he's not saying that he's from those generations no but he's saying that what? he is connecting himself Naam, he's not saying he is the Salaf, but he's saying he's connecting himself to the Salaf. Like one would add the Yaw Nisbah to Amrika, and he says Amriki. Naam, that when one says he's Amriki, American, is he saying he is America? No, he's saying he's American, connecting himself to the country of America. Naam, does that make sense? Because some people come and they try to make you think that, oh, when you say Salafi, then you're trying to say you are of the Salaf, and you're making a praise for yourself, which is you know, unjustified in X, Y, and Z, so that's why you shouldn't say that. But it shows their lack of understanding of the Arabic language. Now, because when one says Salaf, he's not saying he's from the Salaf, he's connecting himself to the Salaf, saying, I'm upon the same way as the Salaf. Now, and this is just one of the descriptions that is used to point to the people of the Sunnah. As you find from that, a Salaf, a Salafiyya, now, one is Salafi. You also find the people of the Sunnah being referred to as Ahl Hadith, the people of Hadith. Naam, because they followed the Hadith of the Prophet You also find them being referred to as Ahl Athar, the people of the narrations, because they followed the text of the Prophet Naam, Ahl Sunnah, because they followed the Sunnah of the Prophet and, and, and like, Naam, so as Ahl Sunnah, yani, we don't take pride in one name over the other because what's muhim is that they make clear and they point out to the people what is our methodology Naam. when the times of fitna come they point out what is the methodology because like we said all the other ones they are following the, the Quran and the Sunnah based on some other understanding Naam. whereas we follow the Quran and the Sunnah based on what the understanding of the Salaf because this is what would take away the plot Naam. when a person comes and he tries to bring an ayah and then he gives through the false interpretation. Okay? Why is the Salafi such a pain in his neck? Because we come and we say, uh, who from the Sahaba understood it like that? Did, 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 did Abu Bakr understand the ayah like that? Did Omar? Did Uthman? Did Ali? Did Abdullah ibn Mas'ud? Did Ibn Abbas? Bilal, who? Who from the Sahaba understood that verse like that? Radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Naam? And then what happens now? Now their plan blows up in smoke in their face. When you find the Sahaba understood it, opposite. So they understood it like this. How you understand like that? And this is why they don't connect themselves to the Salaf. Because it will expose them. It will expose them. You see? But the people of the Sunnah, our only concern is to coincide with the truth. 
Our only concern is to be upon the way of the Salaf. So us connecting ourselves to them in front of all of mankind, naam, it doesn't expose anything because we don't have a hidden agenda. Our purpose is to what? Coincide with the way of the Salaf. And this is why it's easy to deal with the person of the Sunnah. It's easy. If they fell into some type of error, it's easy to say, this is not the way of the Salaf. Khalas, it's over. Once it's made clear this was their way, then this is what we do. Naam, why? Because, going back to our point, As-Salafiyya, here min Allah. Salafiyya, it is from Allah. Naam. And it's important to understand that. That this methodology is not something that was constructed or made up, as you find with all the other groups. These are things that came later. These are things that came later. Naam. And you can always find the origin of the ideology with an individual. And a lot of times the groups to even take their names after this individual and the like. Now, you'll find it going back to an individual. Now, and the individual got the ideology from wherever he got the ideology. But at Salafiyya, we get the ideology because this is what we were taught from Allah Ta'ala and from the Prophet wasallam. So it's important that we know the adillah or some of the adillah. So this is what we want to concentrate on right now. We just want to go over some of the adilla. So from the adilla. Meaning this is not all of the adilla. This is just some of the adilla. Which points us to the fact that we have to be upon the way of the salaf. That this is a command from Allah Ta'ala. The first one. Allah Ta'ala He says, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِنِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبِعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ Allah Ta'ala He says what means And those who came first and foremost Those who preceded And came first and foremost Min al-muhajirina wal-ansar From the muhajirin and the ansar Who are the muhajirun? They are those who what? Made the hijrah from Mecca to al-Madina Wal-ansar Who are the ansar? Those who were in Medina and they helped them and they met them and the like. But the Muhajirun, the Ansar, if we had to put them together and put a name on who was that group, who are they? The Sahaba. The Sahaba. It's very clear, right? The Sahaba. Then Allah Ta'ala says, And those who follow them. And those who follow them. Mm. Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah. Now, now, does this sound like a suggestion here? Or does this sound like a direction? You tell me. A direction. Now, and those who follow them. Allah is what? Directing you to follow them. Because what? Allah is pleased with them. So Allah Ta'ala is pleased with who? The Sahaba first and foremost And who? Those who follow the Sahaba So Allah Ta'ala is directing us This is what you are to do Because their way is proven Right? And this only makes sense Who from the Ummah Who from the Ummah What generation from the Ummah Has individuals from it Who we have a text That they are promised Jannah the first generation Sahaba, right? 
We have how many Sahaba by name? We know the ten. Naam. But it's more than that. It's more than that. Naam. The people of Badr, do as you wish, you'll already be forgiven. Subhanallah. Naam. How many Sahaba? We know. Because why? The Prophet ﷺ informed us. We're going to be in Jannah. Who else can make that claim from any generation? No one. So their way is what? It's proven. Right? So if they did X, Y, and Z, believed X, Y, and Z, practiced Islam X, Y, and Z, understood Islam like this, like that, like that, like that, and it earned them Jannah, then who in their right mind would think, well, I'm going to come up with another way to get me to Jannah? Does that make sense? Right? If it's proven, then you, what you do is proven. Right? Correct? We all do this in the dunya the same way, right? If your car was broke and you took it to this mechanic and he fixed it real good, then what am I going to do? I'm going to take my car to the same mechanic. Why, why, why take a chance for another mechanic when I know that your mechanic fixed the car good? So I'm going to take my car to your mechanic. Right? We do this in, in little things. So now, the most important thing, why are we going to do something different? Now, we're going to follow the way that's proven. Okay? And that's just because that makes sense. Right? That's what the logical one will understand. But we don't even have to utilize the intellect when it comes to this right here. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala told us to follow them. We hear, we obey. Now, we hear, we obey. That's it. But Allah Ta'ala, He says, another ayah, وَمَا يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولِ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيْنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيَتَّبِعْ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نَوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنَسْلِهِ جَهَنَّمْ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Allah Ta'ala says by translating that means and whoever contradicts and goes against the messenger and follows a way other than the way of the believers we will leave him to what he has chosen and enter him into the fire, what an evil destination, or the most evil of abode. Naam. Tayyib. Shaykh al-Bani, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says that this ayah is, 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 is extremely clear. Naam. He said, because, would you have understood the meaning if it said, وَمَن يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولِ مَن بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيْنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُسْلِهِ جَهَنَّمُ وَسَاتْ مَصِيرًا would you have understood if it said that whoever contradicts the messenger after clear guidance had been shown to him, many contradicts and opposes the messenger after clear guidance had been shown to him, we leave him to Jahannam, we leave him that which he has chosen, enter him to Jahannam, what evil destination. Would you have understood that? Yeah, you would have understood that, right? But Allah is Al-Alim, Allah is Al-Hakim, Allah is all-knowing, He's all-wise, He puts everything in His proper place. He puts everything in His proper place. Now, did Allah, the All-Wise, say that? No. Allah Ta'ala says, as well. Now, there's a hikmah, there's a wisdom in that. They contradict and oppose the messenger, they go against the messenger, and they follow a way other than the way of the believers. Who is the Mu'minun? Who is the Mu'minun first and foremost? The first ones to believe, right? And they are who? The Sahaba. So whenever you hear the word mu'min in the Qur'an, mu'minun in the Qur'an, it's referring to who? The Sahaba, first and foremost. And then who? Then those who are like them. Those who follow them, those who are upon their way. 
But first and foremost, is speaking about the Sahaba. Now, so Allah Ta'ala says, and follows the way other than the way of the believers. So, again, does this sound like a suggestion? Or does it sound like a direction? Direction. Allah Ta'ala is directing us to what? To follow the way of the Sahaba. Because the ones who contradict, and this is important to understand, it is not possible for a person to be upon the way of the Sahaba and contradict the Messenger. Or to contradict the Messenger, right? But you're on the way of those who believe. It's not possible. If you contradict the Messenger, you're not going to be upon the way of those who believe. You're not going to be upon the way of the believers. You will have gone against their way. You will have followed another way. Why? Because their way coincides with the Sunnah of the Prophet. There's no difference. There's no distinction. There's no differentiation. They're the same. So if you are upon the sunnah of the Prophet then you're going to be upon the way of the Sahaba. If you contradict the Messenger, you're going to be against their way. If you're not upon their way, then you'll be contradicting the Messenger You'll be opposing the Messenger You see? You can't do one without the other. Right? So that's easily understood, right? We also find this in the sunnah of the Prophet as in the hadith of Irbad bin Sariya, where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, A'aykum bis-sunnati wa sunnat al-khulafa'a rashidin al-mahdiyin min ba'ni. A'adnu alayha bin nawajif. To the end of the hadith. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, So upon you is my sunnah. It's wajib, obligatory upon you to follow my sunnah. And the sunnah of the rightly guided khulafa'a after me. Bite onto it with your mullity. Tayyip. Shaykh Abba Ta'ala, he says, If the Prophet said, وَعَلَيْكُمْ بِالسُنَّةِ عَدْلُ عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِدِ To the end of the hadith. It's obligatory upon you, wajib upon you, my sunnah. Bite onto it with your molatif. In the end, to the end of the hadith, would you have understood that? Yeah, that's clear, it makes sense. My sunnah is wajib upon you, wajib upon you, my sunnah. Bite onto it with your molatif. We would have understood that. But is that what the Prophet Sallallahu said? No. And the Prophet Sallallahu is what? Is the one who did not speak on his own desire. But whatever he spoke was what? Revelation. Correct? But the Prophet Sallallahu is the same one who said, which translated means, I have been given the Quran and that which is like it. Now, Because the Sunnah is what? Is Wahi from Allah Ta'ala. Huh? The Sunnah is Wahi from Allah Ta'ala. And that's why the Quran and the Sunnah won't be separated inside of this dunya. They come together. Now, wait. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Alaykum bi sunnati. It's wajib upon you, my Sunnah. Wa Sunnah to Khulafa. And the Sunnah, the rightly guided predecessors. Khulafa, yani Khalifas. Now, what Khulafa? Directing us to what? To being upon the way of the Sahaba. Because the Khulafa, they're from who? The Sahaba. The Khulafa, they're from the Sahaba. Naam. Tayyip. Directing us to be upon their way. So this is another dalil where the Prophet is directing us to be upon the way of the Sahaba. It's not optional. This is what we have been instructed and ordered and commanded and directed to do. And this is why Shaykh Rabir Allah Ta'ala, he says, As-Salafiyyah, he is from Allah. Salafiyyah, it's from Allah. 
This is not something that any human being has, has come up with. This is what we find in the book and in the sunnah. So this is what we do. It's really simple. Now, another example, another proof. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, and this also is a proof to our, our, something we pointed to earlier. Now, is that the other groups, they don't follow the way of the Sahaba. They're not upon the way of the Sahaba. Now, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, وَسَبْتَرِكُ أُمَّتِي إِلَى ثَلَاثٍ وَسَبْعِينَ فِرْقَةٍ كُلُّهَا فِي النَّارِ إِلَّا وَاحِدًا That my ummah will, will split and break the vine into 73 different sects. كُلُّهَا فِي النَّارِ All of them will be in the hellfire. إِلَّا وَاحِدًا Except for one. Now, except for one. You see the magnitude of the fitna. Right? Because he said, Ummati, from my ummah, meaning that what? These are individuals who say that they are Muslim. They say they are Muslim. Now, because what? Because they are Muslim. They're Muslim. Let's not get this mistaken. Because they are Muslim. Right? But because of some deviation and the like, and the bid'ah that they came with, then what's yani, they're threatened with? The fire. That because of the bid'ah, they have to go to the fire. Now, but the Muslim who enters the fire for bid'ah, how long will he stay there? Allahu Now, okay, about his, about his, about his, about his, yani, about his stay, what do we know is not? We know it's not forever. Right? How long he'll be there? Allahu A'lam. But we know what it's not. We know it's not forever. He's not going to be there forever. Because no Muslim is going to be in hellfire forever. No Muslim who has to go to the hellfire because of some bid'ah or because of some sin is going to stay there forever. They will be cleansed from that. Then they'll leave and go to the Jannah. Okay? So it's important to understand that. It's very important. Alakullin. These 72 sects of Muslims will fall into that which they will have to go to hellfire to be cleansed from. Now, this is a fitna. Anything that threatens that's going to put you in the fire is a, is a tremendous calamity. Tremendous calamity. Now, and what adds to that is that what? Is that you find this is the overwhelming majority. You have 72 verses 1. Right? You're talking about extreme strangeness. Extreme strangeness. What about? Fa'alan. Extreme, you're an extreme stranger. Ma'am? You're an extreme minority, a gross minority. Right? So this, this compounds to the fitna. Ma'am? And this is why the Sahaba, when they heard this, they understood. Better than we understand. Ma'am? Kulluha finari, illa wahida. So what was their concern? There was a concern is, like some people, because you know, some people are crooked. They have been made crooked by Western society. You know, they always want to know, Western people want to know the dirt. Right? Am I right or wrong? Western people want to know the dirt. That's why the gossip magazines and that is so popular. We want to know the dirt. We don't know what a person is doing or what's the dirt. What he's he doing, what nobody know. Huh? So their concern wasn't, oh, what they do, they can go to the hellfire. What they do? That wasn't their concern. Their concern is, okay, who the safe one? Because that's what we need to do. How do we be safe? That was their concern. Now, so when the Prophet said that, they said, وَمَنْ هِيَ تِلْكَ فِرْقَةً 
You see? They said, and which is that safe group? They wasn't worried about them other ones because it's clear that they did something that you don't want to do. What would the other ones do that made them safe? Who's that safe group? This is the way the Sahaba. They're very concerned. How do I bring safety to myself? Naam? How do I get to Jannah? Okay? So the Prophet he said what? مَا أَنَا عَلَيْهِ الْيَوْمُ وَأَصْحَابِي Naam? Again. The Prophet he said, what I and my companions are upon today. Would you have understood that the Prophet said, Ma ana alayhi? What I'm upon. Would you understood that? Yeah. But is that what the Prophet said? No. He made it very clear. Ma ana alayhi alyom wa ashabi. What I and my companions are upon. Naam? And this is a dalil. Because that same group, they're upon what? The way of the Sahaba. So this is a dalil proof that those other 72 groups that are going to be destroyed, they're not upon the way of the Sahaba. Because if they were upon the way of the Prophet and the Sahaba, then they'll be what? From the same group. There won't be no groups going to the hellfire. Right? But so the 72, they're lacking this quality. They're lacking this characteristic. They're not upon the way of the Sahaba. Which means that in reality, they're not upon the way of the Prophet Do the other ones claim they're upon the way of the Prophet Yeah. They claim. They claim we're upon the Sunnah. Follow We're upon the Sunnah. Come with us. Now, but like the poet said, That everyone claims that they know Layla. Everyone claims they got to end with Layla. Layla know them, they cool with her, and stuff like that. Right? He said, but Layla don't know them. She don't agree with that. Right? Right? Everyone make a claim. That don't mean it's true. It's just a claim. Now, so they claim that, oh yeah, we're upon the Sunnah, we're upon the Sunnah. Is it a true claim? No, it's not true. Why? Because how can you be upon the Sunnah and if you ask, well, how did Abdullah Masood understand that verse? You start to, you know, squirm and uh, you try to make excuses. Then what Sunnah are you upon? It ain't the Sunnah the prophesied Sunnah. Because you, you, you wouldn't be in contradiction to what the Salaf were upon. It was the Sunnah the prophesied Now what Sunnah are you talking about? You see? So you have to be careful now. Because everyone says Kitab was Sunnah. Sheikh Anjali, he says, Hatta Khomeini. He says, Even Khomeini says, Kitab was Sunnah. Even Khomeini. Now, the Sheikh says, Ey Kitab, Ey Sunnah. What Kitab is he talking about? What Sunnah is he talking about? Shiri, Rafidi, saying Kitab is Sunnah. What Kitab are you talking about? What Sunnah are you talking about? Now, it's not the Quran, not the Sunnah, the Prophet. Now, so just because they claim Kitab was Sunnah, don't be fooled. How do you check them? What's your frame of reference? How do you cling to safety? By seeing upon the way of the Salaf, like the Salaf understood it? Now, like the Salaf understood it? The Sahaba, the way they understood it? And then you'll find the truth comes out. Now, in closing, inshallah, I'll give you a true story. We, we, were, we had many problems in New Jersey with some of the Ahnaf. The extreme and the muta'asib, the muta'asib, subhanAllah. They were from the, the staunch, extreme, muqallidun, blind followers of the Hanafi madhab. Now, it was amazing to the extent of their blind following and their, and their stubbornness. Even when a hadith and ayat were brought to them clear as day, it didn't matter. What did the what, what do the Ahnaf say? That's all they want to hear about. And in this 
you know, in, in these, uh, I, I don't want to say debate, because it wasn't a debate, yani, but in these things, issues have come up, and you say, but the Prophet said this, Allah Ta'ala said this, da 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 and they say, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. It, and it, it got to the point where I looked at the individual and said, subhanAllah, upon whose understanding do you, t- do you understand the Qur'an and the Sunnah? Because we're bringing you ayat and a hadith that are clearly against what you're saying. Are clearly against your opinion. You're clearly wrong. So in light of these ayat and a hadith which clearly show you the error of your ways upon whose understanding do you possibly understand these verses now? I mean, it, I was confused. Okay? I was utterly confused. This is how, this is how stubborn they were. That you just, they, they, you can't understand them, period. So I said, who, upon whose way do you understand these things right here? Because I don't understand you. How do you understand the Kitab and the Sunnah? You know what he said? He said, the way the Hanafi scholars tell us. I said, subhanAllah. Well, then there's no win. There's <laughs> no win with individuals of this nature. Na'am. But, ala kullum, the shahid here is that what? The truth comes out. The truth comes out. Na'am. Because even when he said the Hanafi scholars, he was a lie. He didn't mean Abu Hanifa. He didn't mean Abu Hanifa. Na'am. He was lying about, Abu, about following Abu Hanifa. Even in that kind of same conversation, I told him, I said, well, even Abu Hanifa says opposite of what you're saying. Even Abu Hanifa don't say what you're saying. You know what he said? Abu Hanifa ain't the only scholar of the Hanafi Madhab. Oh, subhanAllah. Always had a way out. Um, the one of the brothers standing there, he was just as perplexed. Just as perplexed, if not more. You know what he said? He said, look man, forget all that. He said, what do you say about Abdullah bin Mas'ud and Abu Bakr and Uthman and what do you say about them? You know what he said? I don't know nothing about them. All I know is Abu Hanifa. Subhanallah. But then I tell Abu Hanifa, he told me he's the only Hanifi scholar. You see, you can't win. So just say, you know what? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Now, what are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? Ala kullin, this is the reality of the people of innovation is that they may make a claim but at the end of the day the reality is what is that they they don't follow the kitab and the sunnah as understood by the salaf they bring other understandings and false ideologies and, and the like and this is what they tread upon naam but this is not which, that which is intended naam What's intended is the meaning that Allah Ta'ala intended. That's what we believe in. That's what we follow. The meaning of the Prophet Sallallahu intended. That's what we believe in. That's what we follow. Now, and how do we get, how do we get a window into what was that true understanding? By looking back to those who were there when the verses were being revealed. And those whom the Prophet Sallallahu made the statements to. Naam, those who saw the actions of the Prophet them because they understood best what was intended. And Allah Ta'ala has testified to that fact. And the Prophet them has testified to that fact. So there is no doubt, there is no doubt that their way is correct. And their way is proven. And they are the most knowledgeable of this ummah. This is a command from Allah Ta'ala 
a command from the Prophet ﷺ. It's clear as day. This is why the Shaykh, the Shaykh Revere, Hafizullah Ta'ala, he says, as Salafiyya, he min Allah. That the Salafiyya, it is from Allah. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ودزاكم الله خير